Today on the podcast, I'm sharing some remote work statistics so you can build a business case for your services. Welcome to the Business of Ergonomics podcast. I'm your host, Darcy Jeremy. I'm a board-certified professional ergonomist with over 15 years of experience delivering ergonomics programs to employers of all different types. In this podcast, I share what other healthcare professionals are already doing and being with ergonomics assessments and how to land those clients that you dream of. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode right now. As we roll into this episode, I want to start with a big thank you to you for listening to this podcast. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, what stage of career you're in as well, whether or not you're self-employed or you are a consultant or maybe you're a program manager for an an organization. I've done all these. I I have so much uh, respect for you for doing this and wanting to improve your knowledge, expertise, get more clients, all that good stuff. What I want to talk about today goes hand in hand with improving the marketing for your skill set, for your ergonomics. And remember, it's not necessarily the best ergonomist out there who is getting clients. It's the best person who connects with their clients, with their markets. And oftentimes, it's knowing who they are so you can talk the same language and design your programs in a way that really presses their button in such a way that they want to work with you, right? So the way that we speak in scientific journals, the way we send an email to um, perhaps land a a job isn't the way that we market our services, isn't the way that we talk about our services, So really take a step back and consider what you're doing to land those clients. One of the great ways that I think I can really help you get there is through my Accelerate program. And what separates this program from other ergonomics programs out there is that it allows us to connect with other healthcare providers and ergonomics consultants with the intent to grow their ergonomics marketing and consulting business. I give you um, a whole community that you're able to connect with and talk with and share to in addition to many, many time-saving resources. This all ends at the fact that you have more time, more clarity to be executing a marketing plan and connecting with your ideal clients, researching your ideal clients, so you can build more traction for your services. There really is so many benefits to being a part of Accelerate, and that's why I am opening enrollment at the end of September 2021. And if you want to be a part of this community going forward to see if what is involved with Accelerate is where you are and what you need to grow your business, head to ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo. That's ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo. Let's begin to talk about the statistics of work from home. And this is so really important to talk about because what I have noticed from watching the media, talking to clients, and talking to the members of my program, that most workplaces will be using some sort of hybrid approach as the world reopens again. 
this is really interesting to know because as ergonomics professionals, not only can we facilitate that process by ensuring that there is the right equipment, but we can all also offer remote ergonomics assessments and one-on-one ergonomics assessments in person. We have the ability to pivot our business to serve these clients. However, we still need to make a business case to why an organization may want to work with us. They may be thinking of avoiding ergonomics in a, in a way to uh, save costs, but we need to build a business case so it's absolutely as clear as possible that they need to move forward with this. And one component of this is going to be statistics. Remember in saying this, uh, facts tell, so statistics tell, but stories sell. So how can you weave this to these statistics into what you're building in your business and how you're marketing this? Something to keep in mind as I dive into the research and the statistics. As healthcare professionals and ergonomics consultants, we already know that employers face the same potential exposure to work-related injuries, regardless of whether employees are working on the company premises or at home. But employers can face additional challenges when employees are telecommuting, including a lack of oversight of work environments. How often have you seen people working from a laptop from the bed or the kitchen counter? Now we're beginning to see an upsurge of pain, discomfort, workers' compensation claims because there's really only so long that you can be avoiding the work environment. So these challenges can be compounded by the current pandemic too, because that's contributing to the growing anxiety and mental stress, and it's forcing many employees to make those makeshift home workspaces in addition to working with their kids and their spouses at the same time and managing all these stresses. So ergonomics is really important from that conceptual point of view. But let's jump into what the statistics is saying. I think this is going to be really clear for you. This is from a Deloitte research paper, and I'm going to be sharing how we can start to make a position for our services. Compared to pre-COVID-19 statistics, this is a really interesting one. 2.5% of respondents anticipate 50% of the workforce to be remote. Compared this with the future anticipation, where almost 40% of respondents anticipate 50% of of the workforce to be remote. This is a subtle yet really important shift because most people are really enjoying the hybrid work model where they may have uh, an office at home and have an office in the office that they can shift between and have that ability to do that really deep work that many people are saying is from working at home is a benefit of working from home. However, connecting with their colleagues and building those relationships with colleagues is actually quite difficult to do when you're not in the office. So this really reflects that. 
Roughly 64 to 72% of research participants have implemented some form of work-from-anywhere policy within certain national boundaries, tax jurisdictions, or nearby organizational offices. So, at the risk of alienating you or polarizing you, I do have a really important thing to say about this. As ergonomics professionals, it is our absolute duty to be marketing our services so that we can help ensure that employees have that safety and duty of care. Many employers are not aware that not providing ergonomics and a better ergonomic workplace to their employees is a huge risk, a huge risk. It can help to resolve to attract, engage, and support talented employees. We know that, but the difficult part is marketing our services. It takes time, it takes patience, it takes consistent activity to be able to connect with those employers. Here are some additional useful stats that you can really put this into context with. So this research has found that salary, and that's ranked at 27.9%, is ranked highest of the rewards elements being adjusted under remote work policies. There's no kidding there. With variable compensation, so that's at almost 14%, and health and wellness benefits which is at 15%, so slightly higher than uh, variable compensation, is health and wellness benefits. So employees are understanding how important having that um, work-from-home office is, and they're understanding the repercussions of not having a great setup because those health and wellness benefits are likely geared at physical therapy or physiotherapy and other supports to mitigate aches and pains and discomfort. Many organizations are willing to cover a few of the basic home office expenses for remote workers, but there is less alignment on some of the more nuanced expenses that arise from remote working. According to this research, Almost 60% of organizations are willing to cover office supplies and equipment and office space and furniture. What this research demonstrates across the board is that it's critical to really do your due diligence in research to be able to find out what those organizations need, want, and desire for ergonomics, what their misconceptions are, what their limiting beliefs are, that allows us to build services to attract them into our world. Not only that, but doing your ideal client avatar research allows you to develop the messaging that you can use these statistics in to make a narrative that can really bring them into your world. It's so important. Remember, facts tell, but stories sell. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, episode number 80. I can't believe we made it this far. I want to thank you again for being with me on this journey, listening. And if you want to learn more about the Accelerate program to get on the wait list for when I open an enrollment at the end of September, feel free to go to ergonomicshelp.com slash learn dash ergo. That's ergonomicshelp.com slash 
learn-ergo. Until next time, have a great day and I'll chat to you soon.